What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy JP here with episode three of the All Pro Jaffos. It's an exciting time, guys. Much anticipated debut. DJ Mad Six is gonna finally get his ass on here so we can talk shit to his face instead of just waiting for him to get on. He's a Cowboys fan. Don't hold that against him. He's a great guy. Anyways, we got an exciting time, y'all. We got a lot of news to talk to you guys about about the show, where we're going to be going, how far this is going to go, how far we hope this is going to go at least. It's been great. It's been fun. We're gelling. We're meshing. We got a whole lot of good stuff to talk to you guys about today. Welcome to episode three. Let's hit the ground running. What hell is going on, everybody? It is episode three, and it's about that time that we hit the ground running because a lot of things have happened since the last time we spoke to you. Alongside me, as always, Country K. And as always, the music encyclopedia himself, Brother E. What's up? (laughs) So, with EA, he just got off work about 10 minutes ago. So he's on his way home. He will be joining us soon. Mad Sticks, on the other hand, I don't know what's been going on with Matt Six. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Last week, he was in the ER. I don't know if he's still sick. Last time I spoke to him, he was still kind of getting over the sickness, but thought he would probably be able to be on today, so we'll see how that goes. But big news, fellas. I've given you guys basically everything throughout the week that has been going on. It has been wild. It has kind of been a little unbelievable. And after two episodes, we have a collaborating sponsor. Like, I mean, you guys are quiet, but I'm pretty fucking excited about this. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I, I mean, I, I don't have, I don't have the space to, to have the band going. You know what I mean? It's I don't have the space for the, for the <laughs> percussion section. But so okay, so we'll get into who they are a little bit later. We got a little ad set up that we're gonna do for them. But I mean, to just give a small introduction to who it is. It's fnxfit.com, or you can say Phoenix if you really want to get down to it. Um, we had, or I put up a video on the Prunetta Bros Productions Instagram just trying to promote the show last week. And Instagram and Facebook. The video was viewed over 400 times. Now, 
the second episode also tripled our viewership from the episode one. So obviously they gained a little bit of a buzz. And apparently so much so that this company asked us to collaborate with them. So thank you, PhoenixFit.com. We are excited for this. And hopefully this partnership turns out well on both sides for both of us. So, again, thank you, PhoenixFit.com. You guys want to say anything to him? Thank you guys for the, for the love. Thank you guys for the trust of promoting your product. E, anything? No, that was quick, getting that turnaround. Oops. Getting a sponsor. It's only been two weeks. I know, man. That's what I'm saying. It's... Uh... And, and and believe me, we have been very far from perfect you know, throughout these two weeks. But I think it's, I think people understand that, you know, first few episodes is, you know, the feel out period trying to gain a, a, basically the, the foundation of everything. So hey, it's going to slowly happen, but it's going to happen. And I'm excited. And with some other news. So I've talked to the boys. And overall, it seems pretty much like it's been well received. We, the All Pro Jaffas, are going to be going twice a week. We're going to be going twice a week, guys. Because the sports world moves fast as hell, as we all know. It doesn't sleep. Does not. Never. Does not sleep at all. So, in order to stay afloat, we're going twice a week. We're going Mondays and Fridays. Same time, 6.15, when we start recording, so the... the podcast itself will be edited and done and you'll probably get it the next morning so probably tomorrow morning you'll get the all pro Jaffos episode three let's hit the ground running so it's it's exciting times and um, that's cool because all the basketball games are on saturday that's right we'll be able to cover more basketball on the weekends Baseball season starting to come up. I don't know how you guys are about baseball, but I know my stepdad's listening. 28 rings this year. 28 rings this year. Fucking Yankee fan. Yeah. Kay is a Yankee fan. Apparently. So, one less uh, thing that we agree on. (laughs) Because... Yeah, that was way back in the day. What have you done for me lately? Your curse has barely started. 2009. Your curse has barely started. But, yes, it gives us more time to cover everything on the weekends. Comes more time to cover everything during the week. So, Mondays, Fridays, we record 6.15. We'll give you guys everything, our opinions on everything. And on Monday... 
the other half of the Pruneta Bros Productions brain, you could say. From the from the very top, my baby brother, CJP, will be joining us on Mondays from here on out. So every Monday, you're going to get all six Joppos. And that's your little brother. That is my younger brother. Yes, he's my uh, he's younger by about two and a half years, but he is taller than me, and he's a fucking. Stick. I was gonna say, is he bigger than you? Yeah, he's he's not bigger, not bigger, taller. Yeah, he's not big. He's he's not even you know 170 pounds. I don't think. Yeah, he, he's just that Goodness. tall, lanky kid. That's just what he is. But him and I, at the very beginning, we came up with. Something that we thought, hey, this is a bunch of shit we like to talk about. He wants to get in, so he's going to help us out. He likes a lot of uh, boxing, MMA stuff. He's going to bring that aspect into it. He's a former quarterback uh, at San Jose City and uh, also at Tabor College there in Kansas. He's got a conference ring from there. You know, so he knows the game of football. He's well-rounded in baseball, so he, he knows his stuff. So it's going to be another good piece for Mondays uh, for us to have. So you'll have all six Joffos on Monday. And then hopefully if <laughs> we can get mad sticks. I feel like at this point people are starting to look. There's no mad sticks. You guys are lying to us. There's no fifth member. It's only four of you guys, and you made someone up just to be able to talk shit about the Cowboys. Although that may have been (laughs) an elaborate idea. Not even I could have thought of that. It's You see, I'm not that great of a a writer, like fiction-wise. I only like to tell kind of what's actually going on, the truth. So, even I would not be able to write that we made up, we straight up Manti Teowd a person to just talk shit about the Cowboys. We could just talk shit about the Cowboys outright. We could do that. Oh, my gosh. He's still in San Diego? Ah, was he in San Who? Matt Sticks? No, Manti Teowd. I believe so. Him and his girlfriend. Uh, which one? Uh, the one who catfished him, <laughs> and I believe I believe he actually does have a current girlfriend at the moment. I think I haven't checked up on Ben Taiteo since then because I kind of lost a little bit of respect for the guy after that. But then finding out that he was catfished, I was kind of like, "Well, uh, yeah, you know, you got to be smarter than that, bud." <laughs> so, uh, but you you know someone that got catfished. Yeah, that was Mante Teo. He got cat. He got catfished. Like he he fell in love with this person online, and mm-hmm. uh, apparently that person died, and he made this. He made a press, some sort of press conference or something about it as well, saying like his girlfriend died, and he's going to the. Well, turns out there was no girlfriend. 
it was all it was all a farce. Manti Teo got pretty much screwed PR wise, you know, for the rest of his career. Now he's known as the guy with the invisible girlfriend for basically the rest of his life. So uh, apologies to Manti Teo for the internet absolutely destroying you. So, it's episode three. Catfish. Huh? I don't see how people get catfish. Uh, the people who are doing the catfish are, well, the good ones at least, are very good at being able to pick out who is vulnerable to do, you know, whatever it is. You got people sending other fake accounts money and shit, you know, because of stuff like this. I can barely afford to pay attention. I'm, I'm not gonna send you any money. <laughs> e, e, ah, oh, I'm sorry, and I'm sure everybody can hear it too. The choppiness is coming in and out of that microphone, man. Shit. It's only episode three, guys. We're still trying to get it. I promise, we'll get it. We'll get it. I promise. It's gonna happen. You good over there? Can you? Yeah, I'm good. I don't know where the choppiness is coming from. Uh, can you can hear it too? Yeah, okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but we'll push through it because you know we have to. <laughs> yeah, right now. we're already in too deep, so we. I'm. I'm I don't want to go this cut and trend. Yeah, yeah. No, no point in any of that. So we're just going to keep going. Episode three, guys. Welcome to the All Pro Joffos. Topic one of the day. Deontay Wilder gets his ass beat by Tyson Fury. I'm sure this shocked everyone who, well, kind of including us, because last week we were here talking about it. We didn't see Deontay Wilder kind of falling into the uh, mind game aspect of Tyson Fury again. Well, this time Tyson Fury came out and bullied the bully. Pressed the fight. Forward motion. All day long. Just absolutely beating the hell out of Deontay Wilder. Now, Deontay Wilder in the third round got hit in the about the ear area, kind of the back of the head. Does it feel good to get hit there? No, absolutely not. Now, in a camera shot, you could see that Deontay Wilder was bleeding from his ear, leading the whole public to believe that he could have had a ruptured eardrum, which, if you don't know anything about ruptured eardrums, your equilibrium's all sorts of fucked if that's ruptured. You can't stand straight. You're, you're kind of like you're drunk. You're sober drunk is basically what it is. And judging by Wilder's movements, his steps, he he looked awkward. He looked off balance. His right hand was leaning on the ropes trying to keep him up. It, it looked as if, you know, that was quite a possibility of Deontay Wilder had his eardrum ruptured. Well, come to find out, 
It's just a laceration in his ear that was fixed with seven stitches. Which now leads me to think, okay, yeah, no, Deontay Wilder got his ass kicked. <laughs> the whole fight. Like, okay, like we, so I had to, because I'm broke, I had to basically FaceTime watch the fight with Kay. Now, while I was watching the fight below some sort of stool. That was a microphone. uh, Oh, it was a microphone that I was on? Yeah. From like a gaming microphone? Is that what it was? No, just a USB mic like for recording and shit. Oh, okay. So, (laughs) So he had me resting on that. Just I'm watching the fight, and I believe you were up cooking. Yep. You didn't think to start a little bit earlier to watch the fight, bud? So, no. Here's the thing. <laughs> I promise you, this story is, is crazy. I went to three separate AT&Ts, right? <coughs> what? Because my phone bill. All right. So, my phone bill. Not phone bill. My cable bill was uh-huh. due, right? I was like, uh, should I pay it now or should I just wait till tomorrow? Always, always pay it now. Yeah. I, I thought that. Then I was like, let me order the fight. No. I was like, fuck, I got to go now. This was like at 2 o'clock. Oh, shit. Yeah. So You're already running out of time. I'm already running out of time. So I went to the one (laughs) nearest to my house. That fucker was closed. I said, how in the fuck are you closed? On a Saturday at 2? On a Saturday at 2 o'clock. Sign posted says 7. All right, piss. Go to the next one. (laughs) The next AT&T said, we don't even accept cash. I said, you son of a fucking... Bro, I told you. They said we don't accept cash here. Wow. I went to the I promise you. Oh. I went to the third one. What do they accept? That's Bitcoin? You. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like what do you You don't accept what the fuck you mean you don't accept cash? Like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. So go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. So no, I go to the third one and that shit was packed. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to just deposit the money in my bank and just pay online. And that's what happened. And then my time was already... I, this was like... By this time, this was like six. <laughs> Fight was just started. <laughs> see, so... See, now that you told me, you just went to the bank to the... See, what that further... Kay, this is a little bit on you. This is a little bit on you. Yeah. You could have gone... This a lot bit on me. Very fucking beginning... And just did that and at 2 o'clock. It, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you would have never been in this situation. I swear to you, I thought that shit at the ATM. I'm like, I could just do this shit at 2 Although, the first two AT&Ts were probably the worst AT&T branches to ever exist in time. Oh my Although, gosh. that did fuck you unnecessarily. Yeah. But I could have just went to the bank initially. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's okay. We live, in, we live, and we learn, bud. <laughs> yeah. So luckily, luckily, we uh, we missed like one of the undercards. Uh huh. Because uh, my boy I already let him in my house. Um, he left because <laughs> one of my other boys got there. He had he's like, I'm gonna get some beer and some you know what I mean some other stuff. Okay. So while oh, you were right. gone, your boy let people in and left them there. No, they all left together. Oh, okay, okay. 
Yeah, I was gonna anyway, say, like, wow, you just have a bunch of people in your house just while you're not there. That's <laughs> no, they left to go. That would make me paranoid as fuck, man. I've had too many bad experiences. No, no, I completely understand that, but no, uh, <laughs> the people I had there, I trust in my house, so it wasn't like a uh, okay. worry about okay. that. But at least it's that. Yeah, at least y'all had that trust. That's good. For sure. I mean, I've stayed at his house. When I tore my knee and all that stuff, I stayed at his apartment. So, oh, okay. There you yeah. go. You, got, you guys yeah. basically like brothers. Essentially, hey, yeah. Yeah. So, um, what were you making, yeah. by the way, that it took so much freaking time? Were you making like a full on Louisiana style gumbo pot in there? Like, what? I know. So, you I- showed <laughs> me the kitchen for a second. I saw this big ass pot and I was like, what the fuck? Whole, that was a deep fryer. That was a deep fryer? What yeah. the fuck were you frying in there? A whole bucket? Uh, fried chicken. Yeah. Whoa. A whole fried, bucket? Uh, drumsticks. <laughs> I fried drumsticks and wings. Oh, man. Yeah. That take, Yeah, that takes a little bit of time. Well, how long does it normally take to fry something like that? About twenty hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah, just simple because I, I clean it, clean the chicken real good. I mean, the whole process takes about an hour and a half. Yeah, because I clean it. And then I'm doing other stuff too. I'm not just cooking chicken. So I made mashed potatoes, and I made baked beans. I mean, so that further tells I, me that Popeyes and KFC pre-make their shit. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I'm over here thinking they're kind of like McDonald's. You know how they do with the fries. Just stick yeah. them in the deep fryer, bring them out in like 30 seconds and they're done. I'm thinking that type of shit's going on. Shows how much I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mass-produced chicken, bro, they for sure, like, they're they're air-frying that shit in the fucking main place, freeze-drying it. Damn. Ship it out, just warm that shit up real quick, or like, fry it real quick, refry it. See, that's not, that's not good chicken. <clears throat> Stuff that you have to... You, you freeze right, it over yeah, and then ship it, and then just to have it stuck in a microwave. Man, I could do I could do that at home. I mean, they probably refry it. They probably refry it, but yes. Yeah, I mean, trip. you could go to Safeway get pre-made fried chicken and fry it yourself if you want the KFC experience. Left them on though, but I mean, hey, you got to remember those eleven herbs. Yeah, secret eleven herbs. <laughs> My ass. There's really no. only 11 to 12 herbs and spices that you can really put in to make chicken taste good. Salt, pepper, paprika, that's already three of them that I've mentioned. Garlic salt, probably throwing that one a little bit in there. A little bit of basil maybe to add something. I don't know. <laughs> I'd probably name half you the list. I got five right there. Exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, I think they I think they use yep. cumin. Um, yeah. Black pepper. It did, well, I don't yeah. know if you said I mean, that. The, the um, main, you got salt, pepper, paprika, all that. Yeah. I mean, I made, oh, I made lemon, pepper, lemon, chicken. Pepper, lemon pepper, pepper chicken. Lemon pepper chicken. Hey, you can't go wrong with lemon pepper. Lemon, it's 11 tasty herbs and spices. Yeah. Well, all 11, I'm pretty sure I have sitting on my damn kitchen counter right now. <laughs> Possibly. So, I, Possibly. But you never know. In Kentucky, they shit. They got a whole bunch of different shit. They probably playing fucking grassroot from like the well, fence. I mean, 
If that's what they have to get to. I mean, <laughs> if that's how far they have to go to really be unique, then hey, you know, more power to them. I hope, I hope the people who are getting all that shit for them are getting paid well. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Any way you get it. Any way you get it. But going back to Wilder, after the fight, after seven rounds of Tyson Fury beating the piss out of Deontay Wilder, Deontay Wilder comes out and says, my legs were already weak and done because the entrance suit that I walked in with weighed about 40 to 45 pounds. Now, two things pop in him. Oh, and and he came out and said he had it on. He was wearing it 15, 20 minutes prior to him even walking out. So he, as you, so you have that suit on for a little bit, of, about a half an hour total. A 40-pound suit on for a half an hour. Granted, you're probably doing a little bit of jumping up and down to get yourself ready. A little bit of adrenaline's pumping. I can see why the legs could get tired, but I mean, you got to know, right? Like you got to understand 40, 40, 45 pounds. I mean, that's not, I mean, for a man like Wilder size, I'm sure that's lightweight, but that's pretty heavy to be wearing around for 25, 30 minutes. Now, you know that this fight is going to be a boxing match with Tyson Fury. So you're going to need to have endurance and everything like that to go to the distance. So not only did he go into this fight wearing a 45-pound suit, he also came in 19 pounds heavier than he's ever been. The first fight that he had with Fury, he looked lean, he looked good, he looked fast, he could throw the right hand quick, and it got the best of Fury a couple of times. But now he came in heavier, he looked slow, his feet weren't moving, the footwork... Let's be honest, Deontay Wilder has never been a great boxer. He's a hell of a fighter. He can fight, he can do, because he's got that right hand that just explodes on fucking contact. He's just got that kind of power, that unique, gifted power that the heavyweight division in boxing has, in my opinion, never seen. Nobody's ever gone 42-0 and with 42 knockouts. Nobody. And I honestly don't ever think it'll ever happen again. So what we're seeing here history-wise with Deontay Wilder is something special. But the flaw in his game is he doesn't like to be bullied. And he's not a boxer. He's a brawler. He's a guy that comes in and just wants to maul you, basically. Get you at a quick distance. Hit you a couple times to the body. And then smack you with that right hand for you to go night-night. But in this fight, Tyson Fury absolutely exploited and exposed Deontay Wilder throughout the entire fight. Now... You're going to see multiple people, multiple heavyweights now that are going to come at Deontay Wilder going, we know how to beat you. You can talk all that shit you want. But, hey, 
they may know how to beat them, but that does not mean that they will have the capability of doing it. Right? He's still got a right hand that can knock you the fuck out. You know, Deontay Wilder, I think, is going to bounce back. He's probably going to take a small fight, maybe in a couple months from now, let him kind of clear his head for what just happened. Because let's be honest, he was embarrassed on national television. And then Tyson Fury proceeded to sing the entire song of American Pie to the fucking crowd. Which I thought was kind of hilarious, yet a little unnecessary. He does that every time he wins. He basically grabs the microphone and sings. He's a decent singer, he says. (laughs) But... You uh, tell me not? No, that's the heavyweight champ. That's 30. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a good singer. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good singer. Yeah, he's great. He's fucking going American Idol and judge. He's going to be that guy. <laughs> but, it, but let's be honest. If you've ever. How long have you watched boxing, Kev? For a while, I mean, I wasn't familiar with the rules. I stopped watching for a long time. Like, got stale for a little bit. Younger, huh? Stopped watching for a while. For a little bit. Yeah. Then, I mean, I just started back watching within the last, I want to say, six, mm-hmm. seven years maybe. So I've been catching the fight here and there. So I wouldn't say I was an avid, right. you know what I mean, viewer. What about, what about you, E? You watch boxing at all? Nah, just when it's on, I don't, I don't tell people to turn it off. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't really get into it. Um, yeah, I don't. I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> you don't get the sweet science. They call it. They call it the sweet science. The sweet science. Yep. I guess not. Hand to hand combat. <laughs> You see, for boxing, my brother and I have been exposed to boxing since we were kids. My grandfather was a you know, strong Mexican man. Most Mexican men are good. You either like a big fan of soccer or you're a real big fan of boxing. My grandfather was a big fan of boxing. So we would you know, go over to his house. We'd sit on his lap, watch Julio Cesar Chavez in his prime. And who, in my opinion, is the greatest fighter that ever lived. Nobody has the record that he has. Nobody has done the amount of fights and gone undefeated as long as he has. But that's a topic for another day. You know, we, we sat and watched fight Oscar De La Hoya, uh, Felix Trinidad, uh, Mike Tyson in his prime, uh, Evander Holyfield, all these you know big names back when I was – Growing up, early nineties, early's mid, early's the mid nineties. I was watching yeah. these guys with my grandfather. That's when boxing was fun. Yeah, you know that. That's what I'm saying. My my grandfather had boxing. They had boxing in regular, you know, basic channel ESPN, all these other channels all the time. So my grandfather was always watching boxing. So we were just sitting there and watch it with him, and he would he would break everything down. You break down, you know, uh, how how certain fighters need to fight. He broke down how Mexican fighters are normally, you know, brawlers. They come at you. They want to fight. You can hit them as 
you basically the pride of Mexican fighters is you're going to need to kill that man for him to stop coming at you. You're going to need to knock him the fuck out clean for him to stop coming at you. That's just how Mexican fighters are. That's how Ruiz beat Anthony Joshua not too long ago. But Anthony Joshua came back because he's a much better boxer and a much better fighter. He took Ruiz a little too uh, lightly, if you ask me. And then he got his belts back. So now we're about to see Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua for all the titles, for, all, for everything, to be the undisputed heavyweight king of boxing. <clears throat> you think that's going to happen before what the rematch? They said uh, Fury 3 did his old rematch. He's going to invoke the rematch clause after getting his ass handed to him after seven rounds. They said that already. They said it was an option. I don't think he's going to do it. And I don't think he he should. Man. Because at this point, Tyson Fury. uh, Let's break down Tyson Fury a quick second. Tyson Fury is six foot nine, two hundred and seventy-five pounds. Who's got feet like Ali and hands like Frazier? He's a big body. He he leans on you, so he tires you out. He did that to Wilder the whole fight. He he outweighed Wilder by a good thirty pounds. Even with Wilder adding the, you know, 19, 20 pounds that he did, you know, he should have, he should have stayed light so that he could be faster than Fury. But Fury, his footwork, he's, I've never seen a boxer his size move like him. It's, it's insane. Bro, I'm telling, Tyson Fury. I became a big fan of Tyson Fury after the first fight. I was like, wow, this dude, his whole story, his background, where he came from, he was 400 pounds at one point. He got really depressed. He beat one of the uh, the Klitschko brothers to win the title, and then after that, vacated the title because he was feeling depressed. You know, he ballooned up to four, 500 pounds at his size. His first fight back from that point, was the fight against Wilder the first time. And look what he did. He owned Wilder that first fight. Granted, it went the distance. Wilder did knock him down twice, but there was one thing that Fury noticed and knew that was going to happen. He knew that he was going to have to fight Wilder again because a draw, it just isn't going to cut it. There's going There's got to be a clear winner. There's got to be a clear winner. If there's a draw, you can guarantee that that fight is going to happen again sometime down the road. Now, Fury knows, and you saw it in the 12th round, when Fury came after Wilder in the 12th round, even getting knocked down and all, he noticed that Wilder does not like getting pressed. Wilder likes to be the guy who pushes the action, moves forward all the time. He does not like going backwards. He looks awkward going backwards. His footwork is not great to be going backwards. His style doesn't mesh well 
with being on the defensive. He's an offensive fighter. So Fury taking that to his advantage throughout the entire fight the second time around went at him and like they've been using it all over the place. He bullied the bully. Not not you know, not saying Deontay Wilder's like a bully in a bad way or anything, but you understand in boxing terms, when you're a bully, you're like that mauler. You're that guy that you know, the knockout artist, really. You know, so yeah. Fury did that. <clears throat> he beat the hell out of Wilder. I honestly think the next fight that's going to happen is Fury versus versus Joshua. And then Wilder will maybe take one or two maybe, you know, small fights to kind of get his confidence back up. Maybe in those fights he starts training differently to get some better footwork. Because let's be honest, if, De- if Deontay Wilder had good footwork, even decent footwork, he would be absolutely unstoppable because of that right hand. Because of his knockout power, and literally at any time, if that right hand connects with your face, you could go down. If he had decent defense, he would still be undefeated right now. He wouldn't have even lost to Fury the first time. He would have knocked out Fury in the fifth round. Fifth or sixth round, maybe, if not sooner than that, if Deontay Wilder actually had decent boxing footwork. But that's not something that he has right now. So he's probably going to take maybe one or two more fights, maybe even three, depending on how long it takes for Fury and Joshua to finally take place. If that holds off for, you know, that's – that fight's probably not going to happen until maybe towards the end of the year, if it happens. Because Fury's got to take a little bit of time off to recover. Not that he probably needs to, because he didn't really get touched (laughs) throughout that fight. It was just... You saw the meme that EA put up where the record scratch. I bet you're wondering how I got here. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm sure that's exactly what. Well, what the hell is going on right now? Wilder, I, I sold the wall with the doll. I sold the wall with the doll with his head smashed in. Oh, yeah. on a on a dashboard. <laughs> I was just like, I, I can only imagine what happened, but yeah, man, it was just a. I'm sure you saw a little bit of it, Kay, because when when. You and I finally got on FaceTime for me to watch it. It was already the second round. And I think just yeah. after the second round, or it was in the beginning of the third round, that's when Wilder got dropped for the first time. And then you were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, he just mopped him. Yep, yep, this this might be over. Put me down and then walked away. <laughs> I was like, damn, Kay, was he that upset? Just damn. He saw him get knocked down the first time. And you know what? I'd rather cook. I'd rather cook. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. No, because I just saw how – because I saw some of the first. Um, I saw some mm-hmm. of every round, basically. But mostly I saw the second. 
just simple because I was kind of in people's way, and I was just like kind of <laughs> trying to watch too. Man, that was just so. I he just he looked he looked bad anyway. Like he just yeah. He there was definitely there was definitely something wrong like with him going into that fight because you could even see him in the, in the pre-fight. Um. While yeah, you, you saw Wilder just kind of sitting there, and he is, you know, he looks tense, and in and in the back, bringing Furies over there, dancing, have himself a good time. He's loose. He didn't give a damn. He already knows he's going to win the fight. His dad's over here predicting that he's going to. He his dad went up to Fury and told Fury, "This is going to be the easiest fight of your life." He literally told him that, and afterwards. Even called out Joshua and said, Joshua won't fight Fury. Joshua will retire before he takes a fight with Fury. That's what his dad said. That's what Tyson Fury's dad said. So, and everything up until this point, everything that Tyson Fury's dad has said has happened. So I tend to believe the guy when he says (laughs) that the dude is probably going to be yeah, I, I would not doubt it if Joshua ducks him for a little bit. I would not doubt it. You know, so we'll definitely see what happens. Because the boxing world, I don't do you know who uh Vasily Lomachenko is? So no. when we come back for Monday's episode, in that time I want you to look up a little bit of some Vasily Lomachenko. Boxing highlights. I want you to see a little bit of how he is because I'm telling you right now, when my brother comes in on Monday, that's going to be one of the first guys that he talks about when it comes to boxing and everything else like that. So, what? All right. Yeah, how do you spell uh, Yeah, where do you need spelling on that? Uh, so, basically, you could put in Loma, L O M A, and then put boxing on YouTube, and I'm sure it'll pop up. I'm 100% positive it'll pop up. Just put Loma, and he'll come up. Oh, Lomachenko. Yeah. That dude is the truth. Nobody wants to fight him. Literally, they call him Nomaschenko because people quit in the middle of the fight because they don't want to fight him anymore. He's too good. He's too fast. He's too technical. He's pound for pound the best fighter in the world right now. So definitely check him out because, like I said, my brother is going to come in on Monday hot and heavy with Lomachenko. (laughs) He's a big fan of his. So we got done with topic one. Topic two, CBA of the NFL. But before we get to that, this uh, commercial that's coming up next is a special one. Why? Because it is the ad for our sponsor at phoenixfit.com. Hope you guys enjoy it. Hope you guys learn a lot about it. We're learning a lot about them. They're going to learn a lot about us, hopefully. This is going to be a good partnership. So listen up, guys. We will be right back. What is going on? It's JP. With Country K, with Brother yes, E, we what up? here, we got a commercial. This is the first commercial that we're doing, guys. You guys understand? This is, this is something. 
commercial number one for episode number three. I think we're going. I think you know what, guys? I think we can hang him up right now. We've fucking made it. We have done it. <laughs> we have absolutely done it. We've we we're getting a bit archiving. <laughs> archiving everything. Well, the commercials, everything that we've been talking about, sponsor-wise, we finally got a sponsor, and it's phoenixfit.com, fnxfit.com. Uh, these guys, they, they really came out of nowhere. They emailed me, and they said, hey, you know, it looks like your um, production company, your Instagram and everything is doing really well, and your vid- and your uh, podcast seems to be doing well. We want to be able to collaborate with you. And lo and behold, now we're collaborating with phoenixfit.com. And here at phoenixfit.com, you get the victory box. Or the one thing that I want to promote for them, especially, is the victory box. Now, this thing comes with rebalanced greens every month. So that's about a $55, $56, you know, with taxes, you're probably looking at about a $60 value, you know, monthly. Rebalance greens. This is the stuff that you basically uh, you make it. It's a shake. You can make a shake out of it. Pre-workout, regular work, whatever it is you want to do, you can use the rebalance greens every single month. Sixty dollar value within this box. You also get the peaches workout program. Fifty dollar value. This workout program is an eight day workout program. Does the body well? You're definitely going to want to listen to it. I know I am because uh, I definitely need to get back into shape, and I know. Phoenix Fit is going to help me do that. And you get bonus products every month from $30 to $50 values like headbands, T-shirts, gear, uh, shakers, anything like that uh, with this subscription. It's, so it's a subscription, kind of like one of those Dollar Shave Club type of things, but this is called their Victory Box. They have 25% off and, and free shipping site-wide, everything. Everything on there, 25% off and free shipping. Even the sweatbands? Even the sweatbands. Mm. The sweatbands, Clutch. the shakers, the shirt. I got a shirt from there. It looks pretty nice. I, I, want, some, I want some shakes. There you, so, I, so, so I can make smoothies. There you go. It's got everything you got on there, 25% That's off. Up. Clutch, clutch. And free shipping so you don't have to pay that extra 5 $6 for, you know, basically Uncle Sam to take. Access to daily workouts. So throughout the month, it's giving you daily workouts, daily things, daily routines that you can do to get your body going. No excuses, people. No excuses. Yeah, yeah, no shit for me. No excuses. Definitely (laughs) got to get my ass into the gym. So, and with this victory box, okay, you have a chance to win an all-expense trip to the Phoenix headquarters in Salt Lake City, Utah, and have a chance to hang out with CrossFit superstar Brooke Ince. Okay, You get to hang out with her. You get to work out at the facility, have yourself a good time, get to know everything there is to know about Phoenix Fit. And with a CrossFit superstar like Brooke, who's been in films, she's done stunts, she's won CrossFit championships, I'm pretty sure you'd want to, you know, Get to know some tips to get into better shape. So that's big time for them. Now, hey, you got picks. <laughs> you got wait the what the picks? 
You have pics. Oh. Yep. Of the crowd fitting superstar. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now, how much do you think all of that, all of that monthly would be? Give me a rough guess. Ah, close to like three, four hundred bucks. That's about the. No, I'm I mean, kidding. I'm kidding. Considering, uh, I would say a subscription would be. Yeah, I mean, like the total cost would be like that much, but I mean, I would guess it would be like maybe a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks a month. Close, close, close. What do you think, E? What do you think it would be monthly for all of that? Uh, sixty, seventy-five. Somewhere in the upper, somewhere in between there. It seems like a high tier subscription, something that you would have to pay big time money for, right? So it's about $120, $130 value total for all of this. But, and I think this is the best part about everything the Victory Box subscription is only $29.99. Oh, man. $29.99 a month. And you get the victory box. You get the rebalance greens, Peach's workout program, the bonus products every month, 25% off and free shipping site-wide, access to your daily workouts, and chances to go to the Salt Lake City, Utah headquarters and hang out with a CrossFit superstar. That seems like a pretty damn good deal to me. Right. Seems like a good deal to me, too. <laughs> Definitely going to get What's the website again? The website. So... There's two ways you can go there. The one way that we kind of would hope that the listeners would do is fnx.grsm.io forward slash the Jaffos. Okay. I know that's a lot to, I know that's a lot to, you know, put down and to remember. So to make it easier for you, they go phoenixfit.com. So fnx. FIT.com and at checkout, use the promo code Alpha FNX and you'll get 15% off everything. Anything you buy using that promo code, you get 15% off. Hold on, hold on. Say that one more time so they can get it. (laughs) Phoenixfit.com FNX FIT dot com use the promo code alpha fnx alpha fnx you get 15 percent off anything 15 percent off all of your orders all right i got I it that's a pretty damn good deal is there a rick flair yeah we can definitely get a rick flair now Woo-hoo! Woo! Woo! definitely Woo! on that one <laughs> Hell to the <laughs> Thank you, PhoenixFit.com. You guys go check out PhoenixFit.com. They're legit. They're the real deal. They're going to help you get back into shape, just like they're going to help the Jaffos get back into shape. We're going to get it done. PhoenixFit.com, fuel for greatness. Thank you, guys. Appreciate this. It's a, it really means a lot. It really does. It, it, how a company can believe in us this quickly. They to kind of boost your confidence a little bit. It's gonna be uh yeah. maybe it doesn't boost our egos too bad. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. 
But either way, shout out phoenixfit.com. Thank you, guys. Go check them out. Again, Alpha Phoenix, 15% off. Go get that victory box. Deuces. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the commercial. We did. That was a... Something uh, hopefully we can get a little bit better at. <laughs> but for the most part, it was pretty fun doing. So, our pro choppers, we're back. And uh, topic number two on the day, the CBA proposal of the NFL. Now, this proposal seems to be hated by a lot of top-tier players. Okay? So, let me read out the proposal to you real quick, and you tell me, by the sound of what they've released, you tell me whether or not the players are in the right or the wrong here. So the proposed CBA most notably includes a provision expanding the regular season to 17 games. So instead of 16 games, they play 17 games. Yeah. As a result of this, the players will receive 48% of the total revenue that the NFL makes. Forty-eight percent. Obviously, the NF- the owners are not going to give up more than you know. Try and give up more than that. They own fifty-one percent of the company. They're going to try and keep that because you know it's the owners. Now, eventually, once the seventeen-game season happens, because it's probably going to take place uh, 2023 when it actually officially happens, that percentage goes from 48% to 48.5%. Pained, or what is it? Paired with projected revenue growth, this could net the players an added $5 billion in total revenue. Right now, they're at 47% from the last CBA. This 48.5 jumps them $5 billion, and the players are still saying no. So there's obviously got to be something else to the CBA that we haven't really seen yet that would explain the players to say no. But $5 billion? I Okay. You're going to have to – my head's woozy just fucking thinking about that. What – $5 billion for the – okay, so break $5 billion down to all the players. You're probably looking at somewhere about almost two hundred grand, right? Probably somewhere mm. around there per player, an extra two hundred grand, maybe. A little bit less than that probably. Probably less than that, but I mean – that's not shit, though, like you really think about it. That leads me to kind of wonder how much the NFL as a total is making. The last thing I think I it, I checked, I think they said the revenue that this past year made was over $32 billion. No, but you're not factoring in the XFL and the emergence of all this other football that's making people watch the NFL more. Especially just how the Super Bowl went down. Should I ask my bitch? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> hey, Alexa, how much is the NFL worth? Well, according to an Amazon customer, 
The average NFL franchise is now valued at two point three billion dollars, according two point three billion. That's for a team. So the average NFL team. You can tell Alexa to stop now. crap. <laughs> so the average NFL team costs about two billion dollars. Okay. So yeah. for all 32 teams, you're breaking down $5 billion yeah. for all the players. Okay. So apparently that's, that's not, that sounds like a lot to me. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've never been in a situation when it comes to contract signing, you know, something in the NFL or even any type of professional ball, you know? So I, I don't know when it comes to that process, but $5 billion, I, that's a little hard to say no, especially to the lower tier players that aren't making that kind of money. An extra hundred grand is a lot. That's just for the lower tier, but I mean, if you're upper tier and you're, when you're a lower tier player, how much do you really get in the game? What do you think an average you game check I mean? is for a lower for tier? For which player? Lower tier player? Ah. Twenty-five thousand dollars, maybe twenty-five grand for a lower-tier player. Oh. Maybe nah, no. I'm practice squad nah. makes more than that. Mm, how much they're making like a year? Practice squad makes all, a little over a hundred grand a year. So if you're sitting practice squad, you're still sitting pretty pretty nice. Yeah, because you crash those dummies. Yeah, that, that's very true too. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, bro. I mean, you just really chilling. I mean, even if it's more than that, bro, it's just it really doesn't matter. You're not really getting that much. So then, what do you think? It, what do you think it is that the NFL players right now are having a problem, or at least the top tier NFL players that are representing the rest of the NFL? By the way, JJ, you know, Richard Sherman is an executive on the NFLPA. He's an executive yeah. NFL PA rep. So he's literally, you know, he's representing the league. So for him and the other top the guys like J.J. Watt and stuff to say no, Mike Pouncey went on Twitter on a big-ass tirade and told, you know, basically all the youngins that this deal is bullshit. And if you're hurting for money to come talk to the Pouncey twins, you know, they'll hook you up. That When you hear top-tier players saying stuff like this, it makes you think, okay, yeah, $5 billion, but what are they sacrificing health-wise? Are they – Pat Mac? I, I listened to the Pat McAfee show. Pat McAfee made a pretty damn good proposal if you wanted to add the 17 games. You add an extra bye week, okay? You add an extra bye week to the season, which that would mm-hmm. make a lot of sense, and it would be helpful, especially if you're going to add an extra game. And you go to two preseason games, which – in theory, that sounds good. Nobody fucking watches the preseason really anyway. They maybe watch uh, preseason week three because that's usually dress rehearsal. You know, the starters will go at least the first half, if not maybe three quarters. You know, so, so that's okay. But – and then I also was reading that they wanted to add an extra playoff, a seventh playoff team. Now, I don't know how that's going to affect the whole playoff bracket. Does that mean one extra team 
gets a bye week. So instead of the top two seeds, if you're a three seed, you get a bye week too. Because I feel like having an uneven number of teams in the playoff system kind of makes you think that, okay, one extra team gets a bye week, right? I guess. I don't know, man. There's something about this CBA that just it, – It just seems – Yeah, tricky. it makes you believe that there pretty much might be another lockout this year. It, yeah. It, it, it sucks because, again, the fans are going to be pissed. I know I'm going to be pissed because that's less football. That's more of just talking that we get to hear. We don't get to watch OTAs or, you know, we don't get to hear about players practicing what players look like or anything like that because everything's locked out, everything's done. We just get guys like Rich Eisen and Mike Fabiano and all those guys talking heads on his TV screen. That only gets, you know, enjoyable after a few hours before you want to just go to your room and blow your head off. It's just you, you know, I'm not saying the guys are bad. I'm just saying we want to see some actual football. And if the players are this adamant about it and the owners seem pretty – set that this is the deal that they're going to agree to. That if the players don't agree to this, then hey, good luck not collecting the paycheck during a lockout. So, I would hate to see that happen. I really would, because there would be a lot of lower tier players and stuff like that that would be hurting. And I don't think the Pouncy Twins can take care of the entire lower tier portion of the NFL. I'm sorry. I know you guys... Product of Lakeland, by the way. Oh, Look at product leg room, by the way. Florida. Yeah, all, all you Florida. Florida home city. Represent. I get it. I get it. Did That's that. my home city from the same Heard high that school. Throughout all SCC with you guys, SGCC, just hearing a bunch of the Florida boys just talking a bunch of shit, which is pretty funny. It's always funny to me watching the Florida boys talk shit. Cause then the Cali, some of the Cali boys, and then you got the Nevada boys, Texas boys. Texas boys were always funny to me. Texas boys were always hilarious to watch with me interact with you Florida boys because that was just two southern states that just they're different. They're different from each yeah. other. <laughs> it was always fun watching the interaction between you guys. That was always pretty cool. But it's always Florida this, Florida that. I kind of sit back and go, yep, yeah, I'm from here. So I didn't get to really witness state championships like you guys did, so conference ring, that's good enough for me. (laughs) I feel like I'm pretty decent behind the microphone, so let's just stick with that for right now. (laughs) But are you still doing that or thinking about doing that XFL thing? Yeah. I think you should. By the way, everybody, yeah. Country care over here, here. Ain't no joke. The boy can play ball. Yeah, it, what team would you go for? Tampa? You try and go play for Tampa, wouldn't you? Oh my, oh my God, bro! We play they. So our XFL team plays on Raymond James Field, and they are terrible. I don't know, man. They've been in close games. Yeah, but I mean, we have this. Uh, I don't know the names yet. So it's more like just describing. <laughs> like I haven't got that down. Like honestly, bro, like one of the teams I love to watch. Is oh, the Houston, Houston Roughnecks. Oh yeah, 
that's the team to watch right now. I love to watch. Oh it, my it, gosh, that guy Cam Phillips is a is PJ Walker is the quarterback. That's yep. his name, PJ Walker. Walker. I could never. I what was his first name? Okay, PJ yep. Walker. Yeah, that man is nice, it's, dude. It, if you're an XFL, if you're watching the XFL, you definitely, definitely the Houston Roughnecks are the team that you want to watch. That team is explosive. For sure. That was the receiver's yeah. name, wasn't it? Was it Cam, Cam Phillips. Phillips? Number 14, he, that man has stick on his hands. Okay, so I watched a little bit of the game this last week. Who did they play? I don't even think it matters ah. because they beat the absolute dog shit out of this team. Who did yeah. they play? Uh, I forgot who they played. But nonetheless, this dude goes off, scores three touchdowns like it was nothing. Leading the yeah. league in receiving yards. That guy is just. He's fast too. He's no, he and he dropped he dropped one. He dropped one. I got I was like, oh my gosh, he dropped it very next like couple plays. He caught uh, the just that guy went oh the roughnecks are a fun team to watch. The rough Oh man, did you see did you see uh Cardell Jones embarrass himself against the uh, LA Wild? Yeah. Well I saw the LA Wild uh Controlling a defender's they team destroyed. that in the last two games was pretty sound. Not a bad team. Yeah. You know, they had some promise, but the LA Wildcats just. You know what? I think if they would have just yeah. said the LA Wild, that would have been better than the Wildcats. Yeah, yeah. I'm not respecting the Wildcats. <laughs> I, I, you can't. Nah, unless, I, unless I'm on that team, then Wildcats. <laughs> but, uh, if they're the ones that come you're the calling, wild, dude. Then, hey, what up? Yeah. What's up, LA? Yeah, no. Wildcats for life. And colors, gear, sweaters. Let's go. Bandanas. Let's go. Sw- socks. <laughs> sweats. <laughs> yeah. Be a fucking diehard LA Wildcats fan. I'll take it all back. Yeah. <laughs> all back. <laughs> so where where am I staying? Where, where do you want me to go? <laughs> I'm there, coach. I got you. Like I know, I'll take an hour flight. Not even, not knowing work, coach. I'll take an hour flight. Hey, good one. You guys be from airport, yeah. Elliot. You might even have to pay for your own we'll uh, travel expenses, though. To be completely honest. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that'll come oh, from the check. Yeah, I'm not tripping. That's true too. Hey, XFL, and, you performing and, there? Yeah. NFL, Mike, I'm calling, man. You never know. Hey, spe- special teams here hey. I come. I'm not tripping. My big behind it will bust <laughs> up a block. Hey, you can be a long snapper. There you go. No, I can definitely do you can it. Be a long snapper in the NFL. They may, they have a long career, make a lot of money, make some smart investments. You're good. Oh no, I already have have some investments <laughs> in mind. So that's definitely going to be a, a thing in the future. Oh hell yeah, man! If that That'd ever happens, that would be nuts. At least. At least we yeah. know that the show would get a little bit more view knowing that you came from it. <laughs> Man, I definitely wouldn't leave the show. Oh, I would like, hope not. So much. No, <laughs> hell no. Hell no. That'd be crazy. Be to, it might. Free promotion Shit. in the stadium. Hey. <laughs> hey. See, now I really hope you get the XFL. Getting that free. Hey, coach, let me put this logo up there real quick. What is it? Ah, it's just a podcast that I'm on. Don't worry about it. Put that on there. Boom. Million people. Just ran them out of nowhere. Overnight. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be life changing. You understand that? 
<laughs> got like a million followers and shit all of a sudden overnight just because of one small poster at an XFL arena. My goodness. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't know how. Which are the NFL arenas well, because uh, Seattle plays in the 12th man. Ah, they play at CenturyLink, huh? I'm pretty sure. It still get even with not a full crowd, it still gets pretty loud in that stadium. Yeah. Built for that. No, we had quite a few fans for our sorry Tampa team. Yeah, your colors are very loud, too. I hate them. That neon green and yellow is uh, that's an interesting choice. Don't forget the hunter green. Oh, they got hunter green. They got hunter green with the neon. Hunter green, neon green, and it's like the yellow. That's an aggressive choice there, bud. That that's trash. It's terrible. <laughs> were y'all were y'all trying to go for the Oregon Ducks look? Is that what that? I I hope not because uh, I would like to fight and fire <laughs> the uh, creative team <laughs> at once in a death match in the ring with like obscene <laughs> tools. You know what I mean? Tell Vince McMahon I want whoever came up with the Vipers fucking idea. <laughs> I want him in the ring at WrestleMania so I can kick his fucking ass. <laughs> I'm you, cage match, hell in the cell. Put him in hell in the cell. Oh, shit. That would be some shit. He'll see me fucking That would be hilarious. You have Vince McMahon come down. Right? Oh, well, uh, looks like you got yourself a match there at WrestleMania there. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> What if it's like a fucking wrestler though, and I'll fucking cry like, "Oh Bro. God, hey, what hey, did I do?" He's in Tampa too. You'd be hometown boy. I would yeah. be. You got the whole crowd behind you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Long as it's not like triple. I would say the Undertaker like. comes out. <laughs> I'd be like, "What in the fuck did I just like, sign Vince up for?" Man, really, just put me in a fucking hell in a cell match with the Undertaker? <laughs> like, are you serious? <laughs> I was kidding, Vince. Fuck, I didn't really mean it. <laughs> I I rescind my contract. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Here, you can have all of the money back. I didn't even spend anything. I swear. Or. You could just be a boss and shoot on the Undertaker and just start beating his ass for real. And, yeah, no, he's like he's like sixty. Yeah, that's Fuck what I'm that saying. Shit. You can win. I think you got the Undertaker. I think you got him. I think the osteoporosis is kicking in. Yeah. 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 I think I think I'll probably slide by on a a, a late a late victory. Yeah, you, you know, know what? You know, hey. Old fighters. Hey Vince. Get catch. Get caught by the. Youth. Hey Vince, if you're listening. We want that match. Fuck that. Kneecap. Match for a contract. Fuck that. There we go. Match for a contract. (laughs) A match for an XFL contract with the LA Wild. That's what we're doing. You got to run it. (laughs) Got to run that shit by Andrew Luck, daddy. But I mean, yeah. There you go. That would be perfect. I bet you that would sell tickets. Probably people would be looking at the the card going, wait, who? Wait, who is this? The Undertaker's fighting who? Uh, country, country K. Where is this country K guy come? Who is this? Oh, he's fighting for an XFL contract. So this country K guy is fighting for an XFL contract at WrestleMania. Oh shit! Hold on, 
Put a pause. Yep, I heard that. Put a pause. Finally, getting back home, probably outside. Joining us right now. <laughs> Joining us right back now, EA Rocco. Joining us late again for two weeks. This is going to be your thing, bro. You're gonna... <laughs> wait. Hold on. Whoa, 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 wait. EA. Oh. Oh, okay. Sorry. There he is. I was about to say, are we really about to have a repeat of last week? Is that what's happening right now? EA. The probably outside killed me, I swear. EA. I'll see it's happening again. He's not outside. Uh, yeah, he's probably going to have to go outside. If he has to go outside, I swear to God. That's the wildest shit I've ever heard in my life. EA. <laughs> Yeah, no connection in the crib. It works better outside. The box is inside, though. Wild. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Yep, yep, he just left. I think he's gonna have to go back up, bro. If he goes back up. Oh shit! If he goes back outside, this is is so funny. This has got to be like that is so funny. So if we get an off, like let's say this thing go takes off, right? We get an office, you know, we make enough money through this to where we can all probably live close to the, we all move to live close. That's right, brother E, we're bringing your ass from Colorado out over here so we can get this podcast done inside an office. We'd still have to put EA's fucking office outside of the building (laughs) for him to have decent reception. And we would still have to put him in late. We would have to put him in about an hour after the show actually starts. And then we can make a whole segment live from outside. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck that. If we get enough money for that, we just go <laughs> break his contract for whatever service he has and get something better. Good God. And then you got to get off that Boost Mobile. You got to. Oh, that's dirty. Whatever, whatever, whatever Wi Fi you got that you picked up from some dude at a fucking Boost flea mobile. You say well, whatever flea market fucking Mickey Mouse goddamn Wi-Fi you picked up, bro. You need to upgrade for sure, for sure. Watch, he's I he hasn't come in. He's gonna come in, but I who I we can go put the money line down somewhere that he's probably gonna be outside. No, nah, I'm not doing that. That's, <laughs> that's losing your money quickly. Oh man, well. You better off just give, going to give that to a homeless guy if you're just trying to give away money. Well, see, we all have a goodness in our heart. We can do that. Give it to a homeless guy. I mean, yeah, I'm frugal, though. So. Because <laughs> <laughs> I need my money, goddammit. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That remind me. That remind me of Eddie Griffin. He said the same thing. He's like, I'm frugal than a motherfucker. So I go to, as I go to, I would go to church, but I need my money. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that's too funny because it's hella true. When that basket comes around, you don't put any money in it. People start looking at you. So yeah. why are you judging me? Jesus didn't ask me for no fucking payment. 
<laughs> Definitely didn't. Oh, goddamn. So, if anything, you're the motherfuckers who are sinning right now. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, uh, I guess while we're waiting for EA to get back in here, we talk a little bit about the NFL. What the hell was that? That is me leaving out of the garage. Is it raining where you're at? I'm leaving out of the garage, dude. Oh, I heard the. Sh- oh, okay, no. <laughs> garage that's, door. That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, is it raining? Because I heard the. Sh- no, it was like the garage sh- door. Oh, okay, yeah, that's on me. My bad. <laughs> I should have known better than that. Oh man. Okay, so then well, I guess while we're waiting for EA, we talked a little bit about the scouting combine. Joe Burrow and Chase Young, the possible number one and number two picks, are nowhere to be found. Interesting move for both guys. Joe Burrow, on the other hand, will be going at his pro day. So, I don't know. Is, this, is that a smart move? Is it a smart move to skip out on the combine? Like you, you, you tell me, Kay. What do you think? Okay, you have to repeat that. Back into the call. Oh God damn it! Here we go. Episode. That's what that buzz was. I should rename the title <laughs> to Episode Three: The Audio Horror Continues. We just need to. I can. Okay, so I said, do you think it's a good idea? For Chase Young and Joe Burrow to be skipping out on the NFL Combine? Uh, Chase Young, no. Joe Burrow, yes. Joe Burrow, really? You you think it was a good idea for him? Yeah, just simply because, like, hey, I just won the national championship and shat on everybody all year. Uh, um, true, true. I kind of I kind of solidified my spot. I kind of solidified in the championship game. Your spot? Hold on. Did you suit up for LSU and we didn't know? No, I mean, if I was Joe Burrow, if I was speaking as Joe Burrow. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on here. Wait, no, okay. you would Is know if I was that... going to Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> you would know that shit. <laughs> I'll be the I'd first plane about... smoking. It'll be live from Cincinnati, the new Cincinnati Bengal. Country Curry, you have that. Dude, oh, that's the only thing that I kind of wish that they brought back in the XFL for you to be able to put your own name on the back of your jersey. Oh, yeah, that would be tight. You go out there, definitely represent with Country K on your back. Yeah. <laughs> I would either put that or my high school uh, mantra, no, Secundus. No, what was it? Nully Secundus. Is Latin for second to none. Oh. Look at you. Getting all like, get almost biblical with it. Almost. I mean. <laughs> He's getting, getting Latin with it. That's why we, that's why our Ooh. players flourish like from my high school. Like if we get there, we flourish. There you go. Second to none. That's how you work it. Uh-oh. Shout out to the Bouncer Twins. <laughs> he is that you I'm hearing? Hold on. 
Who's that? Who's that? Where's the echo coming from? Couldn't tell you. I don't know. Well, anyways, the combine has been going on lately. It's been looking pretty good. The quarterbacks are looking pretty good. The receivers are looking pretty good. Running back oh, class God. is looking pretty – What is – Riggs? Holy – did you see that? Which one? Well, <laughs> he was doing really well. He was doing really in everything. Well. In so everything. What you talk about specifically. He ran a four-two-seven. What is he? A 40, 40, 42, 43 inch vert. Eleven broad jump. Like holy shit! And he could have ran faster. He popped up too fast on his uh, takeoff. This dude is. And he, he's not small either. No, it's a big guy. No, he's what is he like six six he's one? Six four and a half. No, he's not. Riggs is not six four and a half. Bro, if we're talking Riggs about, is I'm not, six I'm, about, I'm not talking about Riggs. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm talking about the other guy. I'm talking about the other guy. He it was he basically broke a record. Him and Megatron the only two at over six four that ran a four four or faster. Oh yeah. Uh I'm sorry. Riggs I was killing. I know who you're talking about, but Riggs, I'm pretty sure, is about six foot, six foot one. Yeah. But yeah. usually for a guy that size, that's fast as fuck for a guy that size. Yeah. And he's he's not a small dude. Like, and I don't even mean my height wise. He's got some muscle on him. He's a big dude. Yeah, he has some weight. So a six foot one guy who can out jump pretty much the whole field and outrun them. That's yeah, like you over. That's like a bigger version of Tyreek Hill. That's scary. Very, very that, scary. You know his draft stock went up the, the, after this. Holy first crap. First, Mid-first rounder. Uh, no, second, early second? Maybe late first. Mm. Maybe late first. You think he's Baltimore? Kind of depends. And it kind of depends. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how uh, the pro day and everything works. Okay. Because yeah, Baltimore—they're definitely getting a receiver. Oh God! Yeah, how could dude? Can you imagine Riggs in Hollywood? Yeah, and Lamar. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Wow. Can you wow. imagine y'all fucking goddamn not making it again? What? Oh, okay. <laughs> now you want to take a cheap shot. At the team. Oh, man. Now you want to take a cheap shot at the team. I saw a mock draft say that we're going to get uh, Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina. The offensive lineman? The D-tackle. No, he's a D-tackle. Oh, Oh, you guys are going defense for a struggling offense. Great. No, that's the mock. I promise you, that was the first thing I thought. I'm like, why would we do that? First of all, we need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. Maybe, now. maybe the person in the the person who did that mock draft knows people in Tampa Bay and knows that they're going to make a dumb decision like that. So it's kind of like one. You know how the Raiders were back in the day. That's kind of right. what Tampa Bay starting to look like. Yep. See, I knew you were going to. You was going for your shot back. I knew it. Hey, Who well, for it? I'm sorry. You take a shot at my team. You're getting fired back on. I don't give a damn. Firstly, <laughs> firstly, you're not you're not saying anything. Especially me. if your team is weaker than mine, you are definitely going to get shit on. You've been good for <laughs> anyway. about my team. <laughs> That's your first. This is your first year back to being good. But anyway, as 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 I go, 
you've still you've still been irrelevant since Gruden, so that's okay. At least our years apart from making a Super Bowl isn't mm, what fifteen plus years. I mean, the the past ten years have been riddled with shitty quarterback play. Okay, and yet you're still talking shit. What's the problem with this picture here? The problem is that yeah. the, the people that run our team have have an issue with getting quarterbacks that are actually good and going with personalities. Because Josh Freeman just warmed their heart and Jameis oh, Winston just Lord. warms their heart. They're two baseball players that should just play baseball. I but, think Jameis Winston should have been cut after he did the whole eating W's thing and then getting absolutely slaughtered in New Orleans after doing that. I think you should have been cut right after that. See, you I can't agree. come back from that. Yeah, you, that, that, that. <laughs> I mean, he put the cherry on top for me after, on this press conference after that fucking ass whooping we took by Atlanta when he threw a pick six to end the damn season. He's talking about, if I would throw 30 picks, I'm falling. <laughs> what in the fuck, man? <laughs> if I didn't throw those 30 picks, I'd be balling. Some of the things that he says is he it's should just, be playing baseball. He is a baseball player. He should be in the XFL. He needs to be playing baseball. Go play for the Tampa Bay Vipers in the XFL. Go to baseball. <laughs> he is a good pitcher. Go to baseball. You really just get this man out of football. Just Completely. no, no more. <laughs> Go to baseball. Don't even think about football cleats anymore. Spikes Ugh. only. Terrible. Go to baseball. Yeah, he's a... Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see how he does this year. If he even... I don't know. I still think Tampa's going to hold on to him. To be honest with you. Honestly, bro, I, I wouldn't I, be surprised. I don't see Tampa uh, moving on. I think Bruce Arians kind of likes James Winston. So... I think he's going to hold on to Honestly, what made me think that he might move on from just based on the last uh, press conference, mm-hmm. he was just saying, like, those – he said these interceptions were just completely terrible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said that? He went out and said that? <laughs> he said that, bro. Okay. Okay. Did you uh, have some hope here? You have I some think hope he's out. I think he's out. I think he's done with them. What? Tom Brady to Tampa? What's happening? No. Brady won't come to Tampa. <laughs> Brady would never come to Tampa, bro. With Mike Evans and you don't think he would go Godwin. to and Godwin? I mean, I mean that's it. CJ. That's an Chris automatic Godwin. upgrade from the receivers that he had in Bruce Arians' offense. He's just a let him rip, let it fly. Very oh, true. Right. hey, you know what? I think if Tom Brady were to go to Tampa Bay. I, go ahead and draft your D lineman. I think you can start stacking your defense and maybe even well, you definitely no, need to address that offensive, offensive line. line. I was gonna say you definitely need to address that offensive I'll get line. Another, but I'll get I, honestly, bro, what I, I would I would do if I was a Tampa GM, I would fucking try to trade up and trade OJ How I mean, yeah, OJ Howard to a team wow. that needs a tight end that needs a tight end to dra- to move up. Well, pretty much one in, was it one and done with O.J. Howard or what? Two. We had him two years. Two and done. 
Two yeah, years been, and done. He's been hurt both years. He's been fucking that useless. That he has. That he has. And you I, do have I Cameron Bray. I love Cameron Bray. I love Cameron Bray before we drafted O.J. Howard. When we drafted O.J. Howard, I was completely pissed off. I'm like, y'all don't believe in Cameron Bray? He's balling. Cameron didn't he Bray catch was like, fucking balling. Did he catch almost 10 touchdowns for you that year before? I think he did. And the thing was, the thing was, he made Jameis Winston look good. Damn. Because Jameis Winston was barely throwing that shit. Like, he barely threw the Mike Evans this year. That shit pissing me which, off. Which is wild, of if you ask me. He had a it's lot of attempts, wild. but, I mean, he threw it morally to fucking Rashawn Perriman and goddamn Chris Godwin <laughs> than he did to Mike Evans. This which is wild to me. If you, Fuck this man, bro. Fuck him. Hey, Fuck him. Hey, and Mike hey, Evans hey. still made Pro Bowl. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> How? Okay. So... I'm going to challenge your fandom right here. Okay. Mm. Thick and thin, huh? Right? Fan, fan till you die, right? Is that what we're going off of? Or oh. could there be one possible thing that I'm going to tell you right now that would absolutely make you toss your jerseys into a fire and root for another team? What if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm. – decided not only to keep Jameis Winston, but to trade Mike Evans just to pay him out. (laughs) (laughs) So look. Hey, you know what? Hold on, I I should have bought like a Gatorade or some shit. If I right. if I was a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan and that shit happened, I shit you not, I'd become a Miami Dolphin fan like that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that would so be... look. I, I can't I can't do that. I can't do that per se. I Maybe not Miami, but somebody else. I can't do either team in Florida per se. Both of them are <laughs> pieces of shit, and I hate them immensely. So fuck them both. Uh, they're both AFC teams. Um. They have no history. Oh. Oh. The oh. Dolphins has Marino, and they do have a history. I'm sorry. They had an undefeated, the only undefeated team yeah. Yeah. to win the Super Bowl. So they have that. Uh, I apologize to the old the old greats. But That's fuck the Dolphins all together. <laughs> um, but honestly, bro, if that was to happen, I promise you, I would just take a hiatus from watching football. Like, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. I know you were doing that just to piss me off. Oh, I, I just really wanted to see my thoughts. That, that's what I had to gather my thoughts. I took the long way. I, I, you know what? I, I challenge people's fandom like that sometimes. Sometimes I come up and I say, "Look, you, you're a fan of this team. Okay, let me give you this scenario." And I give them the worst possible that scenario that could possibly ever happen to a franchise. And try to see what kind of answers they they come up with, which is funny as hell to me because you gave me an honest answer, but I really think that deep inside you would have been like, yeah, fuck the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I would have just shit on all their stuff, burned it, just thrown it away, sent a fucking finger flip fuck you to Bruce Arians and Jameis Winston. He said, (laughs) eat on this W, bitch. Fucking take that. I thought you were just going to go off the rails ludicrous destruction just oh my god you know, I would talk I would talk so much shit to Jason Lynch 
He's our GM, and he would be the only person to do some fuck shit like that because he drafted well, both of them fuckers, uh, Josh any, Freeman and Jameis Winston. If anybody in the big time is listening to this show or just happens to catch wind and you hear this and you work for the Tampa Bay organization, <laughs> for the I sake of all, team. for the I sake love, of all I Tampa don't like fans, two people because this like if you would have, if I had to sit in front of him, I would apologize for all my words. Just to get a job. I don't have no problem in that. No problem. Oh. We could not see eye to eye. He's made very dumbass decisions hey. all the fuck the whole time. Hey man, you know. Going for that fifth year with Jameis Winston was freaking retarded. You could have yeah, just well. drafted somebody else and just like waited it out. I'll yeah. be all the way honest with you, if you're gonna do that shit, if we're playing the waiting game, waiting on Drew Brees to fucking throw. Like I promise you, bro, get somebody to fuck else and stop breaking the hearts with James Winston. That's that's hey. my theory. Because everybody that was a diehard fan that was like telling me I was stupid for talking shit to James Winston a few years ago has now jumped on boat with me and now are <laughs> my co fucking goddamn team on the roll James the fuck out of Tampa boat. Yep. yep. Needs to happen. So he has to go. He's throwing too many picks. To six five receivers. Yeah, that's uh, that yeah, no, yeah, that questions your whole. You have a six foot five receiver, a guy who can out jump anybody on the field. Anybody. Chris Gunn was like six two, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. He has <laughs> just. I, I'm just saying, Jameis Winston needs to find himself, find Jesus. Find Buddha, find find whoever the fuck it is that you need to find to get your arm or and mindset in a better place because holy <laughs> shit. No, I'm gonna tell you, I'm I want what's best for him. You get what I'm saying? Even though I'm saying fuck James Winston, I really want what's best for him. I don't want him to I'll send him to the I MLB. I'll send him to his ass to Tim Tebow's agent. So you can go to the fucking MLB. <laughs> this is my thought. Just simply because he needs to understand, bro. Instead of trying to suffer in the NFL, go to the MLB. There are a lot of teams with pitching problems. You can figure that shit out over there and make millions of dollars. <sighs> Tampa Bay Bucks are in the bad spot. <laughs> not really. We're not that bad of a spot. That's the thing. Like, James made that shit unbearable, I, I, bro. I, well, that, this we is what I'm saying. As long as, to. as long as you have James Winston on your roster, you're in a bad spot. So I think you read that off my page somewhere. Uh, I might have. I might have. I, I don't know. So. I might have. But I've been thinking this for a little while since James Winston got into the league. So. Yeah, 2015, yep, I think that was it, 2014-15, something like that. Yeah. The number one and number two picks that year, look where they're at now. My God, Marcus Mariota is going to be struggling to find a team. He's probably not going to find a job other than a backup job somewhere. So, we'll see how it goes,
So, for the final topic of the day, we've been on this already a little over an hour and a half. We don't have Mad Sticks, unfortunately. Something's going on with him. I got to talk to that man. We got to figure something out. And uh, we haven't really talked much about the NBA. Haven't really talked much about the NBA. So, not today, much. Not today, much. Top, topic number four, we're talking NBA. Okay, you brought up a very interesting statistic to me that I definitely need to address because this is a wild statistic. The Milwaukee Bucks are only one of seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes, seven. You can count them on both your hands. Seven teams to get 58-plus wins in an NBA season. How long has the NBA been around? Quite a while. In the 40s, at least. Huh? Yeah, it was black and white. So they were doing part-time jobs. So the NBA has been around for, we can possibly say, close to 100 years, maybe? Yeah. Close to 100 years. And only seven teams out of that entire time period have won 58 games or more? Well, I'm looking... I'm looking at the standings right now, and the Milwaukee Bucks have 50 wins and eight losses. Oh, they're 50 and eight. 15 eight, yeah. Oh well, they're gonna get that 58. There's no way the Milwaukee Bucks lose out. They'll get that. But you also brought up the statistic they've already clinched a playoff spot. And it's barely past All Star Weekend. Yeah. Yeah, they so, have their average, their scoring average is fucking eight hundred and sixty-two. Okay. What? They're, they're so is it, it? So is it safe to percentage, say? Not average scoring percentage is eighty-two percent. Scoring percentages, oh uh, yeah, what? It's 80, 80, 86. 86%. So is it? Wow, 86% scoring percentage? Yep. Holy. Okay, so it's probably safe to say that the Bucks are on pace to smash the Warriors 73 record. Is it safe to say on that? Oh, that's tough. Yeah, they were seventy-three and three. Yeah, no, it couldn't have been seventy-three and three. It was seventy-three and uh, in eleven or something like that. Eighty-two games in a season. So what would that be? Oh, seventy-four and nine. Oh, they went seventy-four and nine. I mean, seventy-three and nine. I'm sorry. Seventy-three and nine is what they went. The and they've already they lost. Lose no more they, games. they would lo- literally only have to lose one more game, and that's it. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Two more. 
but yeah, and then that's over. Yeah, but even the Warriors, when they won that many games, they didn't clinch the playoff spot that early. Yeah, they did. And then, uh, but they end up losing to LeBron anyway. That was that year, huh? Yes, sir. When LeBron finally got one for Cleveland? Yep. <laughs> Cleveland, this is for you! Oh, Jesus. Yeah, after leaving the Miami and then right after that going to L.A. Oh, yeah, he really gives a fuck about Cleveland. <laughs> hey, he don't give a shit. He doesn't give a goddamn about Cleveland. He don't give a damn. <laughs> I ain't going to say that, bro. He's doing uh, a lot for that place. Uh, uh, he has the school that has kids with the free uh, school. Hold, 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 hold on, hold on. Let's take out the schools. Let's take. Let's strictly talk. Fandom, okay. and 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 he loves the city. He hates uh, the team. He hates the ownership. He doesn't like every. He doesn't like the whole situation that's going on in Cleveland. He doesn't like it. Yeah. So that's why I say when he keeps living or going somewhere else, tells me that he doesn't care enough about the Cleveland fan base <laughs> to want to stay and kind of work it out. He'll continue to give you your schools and do whatever it is, be helpful around the community. But to hell with your team. (laughs) I was just, I just had a rant about my GM. If you know your owners ain't shit, just like New York Knicks fans, they talk (laughs) shit about fucking James Nolan all the time. Yep. So, I mean, they know that the owner ain't shit. So I mean, they they can't get you can't blame LeBron the second time for going to LA. That's why fans didn't really get mad that time. Yeah, because they kind of figured, yeah, you guys are idiots. Yeah, we understand yeah. now the reason why he left the first time. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, then then it's like LeBron, like bro, like fans still love him, man. Yeah, he still gets stand ovations and shit. Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I still think he doesn't care. (laughs) (laughs) You just want to hate it. You just want to hate it. (laughs) Yeah. I still think he doesn't give a goddamn. (laughs) He proved that during the announcement going to Miami. (laughs) That's how he proved he wasn't giving a damn. I don't don't want to pick... Terrible wounds, but Delonte West fucked his mama. Yeah, that'll make anybody leave. They were Fox teammates. Said, Eddie, Eddie, Griffin, were Eddie Griffin said that shit again. He said, hey, you can fuck my sister. You can do whatever. Yeah, hey, she grown. She won't give it to you. That's fine. But you don't fuck where I came out. <laughs> exactly. So you don't go in where I came out. <laughs> That was foul. Delonte West didn't need to go do that. He was wrong for that. LeBron didn't deserve that. LeBron's mama didn't deserve that. I mean, I feel like she consented, so whatever happens, happens. I mean, disappointments happen. I mean, look what Delonte West is now. Career over. Oh, man. Fucking, isn't he homeless? He's homeless right now. Oh, man. No, nah, players reached out. They're helping him. He's getting, he's getting, he's, he's getting, getting back on, getting taken care of. Okay. Players help him out. He's going. Hopefully, he be going the right track. He do the right thing. You know, well, what I mean? it wasn't too long after that whole thing came out that he was no longer found in the league anywhere. 
I mean, I, understandable. I LeBron mean, straight up when the spiral started. LeBron straight up told everybody in the league, "If you pick this man up, I will make sure that your team gets destroyed every fucking year." And every team said, "You know what? Uh, whatever you want, LeBron." Yeah, twenty-eight year old LeBron was a, a vicious beast. He was still jumping over people. He can probably still jump over people now, man. He's I believe still, that, but again, he's still a beast. Yeah, he's still I, a beast. I agree. I agree. But he's he's more refined now. It's not all athleticism. Well, yeah, back then it was all athleticism. He's got a jump shot now. Yeah, speaking, jump shot. Speaking of LeBron and Lakers, they're not far behind the the Bucks. Yeah. No, no, they're not. The Lakers are forty-five and twelve. Yeah, they're yeah. not very far behind me. Yeah, so that's and their scoring percentage is seventy-eight percent. That's a big gap from eighty-six. No, the Bucks are eighty. Oh, eighty. Okay, eighty percent. Okay, 80%, 70%, yeah, that's that's not that bad. That eighty percent, but yeah, I mean, even that eighty percent is still pretty damn good. No yeah. percentage, eighty-six percent. Oh yeah, so eighty-six. Yeah, that's I a big was right. Gap. Yeah, that's a big gap. Eighty-six percent to so that. Yeah, that's the Bucks are going to be tough to stop. We'll see because that, I mean, that's that's uh, the hey. <laughs> How about the Warriors this year, man? Wow. What a show that turned out to be. We don't talk about the Warriors. Uh, Oh, no, I can talk about I'm a fan. I can talk about it. I can say, holy shit. I did not know that. I mean. Suck that bad? No, no, no. no. I didn't know. uh, And anybody who's a real fan can probably look at me and say the fact that you didn't know this, I'm an idiot. And I'll take that. I'm an idiot sometimes. I didn't think think it was that big. You know, I thought the Warriors could still win a good amount of games without Curry and Clay. (laughs) And they got hurt. KD, we all know what happened with KD. He's out. He's over there in Brooklyn just collecting a free paycheck, not playing at all. Fucking so, Curry and Clay are out, and I'm literally watching the 2004 Warriors. Like, or you're watching the replacements, but in basketball, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, but there's no happy ending to this replacement story. No, not even. There's, there's no playoff push for this one. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like this this year was you know you know your record sucks when the Kings are doing better than you. Good God, I'm here in Sacramento. They're loving the Kings. They're, They're loving themselves. The Kings, the Kings are twenty five and thirty four. Yeah, yeah, that tells you how much Sacramento is an actual basketball town. Sacramento is a basketball town, apparently, and they're rooting for a team that fucking sucks. <laughs> and has for a long time. Yeah, yeah, the king. Have fallen. Are you and outside you're... again? Okay. Yeah, yeah, guys. See, now I hear rain. Is it raining out there? No, 
I have honestly, I have no idea what the fuck that is. I don't know if it's a hammer. Is it or... windy? No, I'm in the store. What in the actual fuck am I hearing then? I'm going nuts. I'm going nuts, y'all. It's happening. I'm act- I'm officially going absolutely ape shit inside. I believe that. Yep. So do I. <laughs> yep. So okay, who's y'all pick to go to the NBA finals? <laughs> NBA Finals, who's y'all's pick? Uh, what the fuck kind of gas tank are you at? That's the cool. old school gas pumps, huh? Nah, I think, I don't know what the fuck that is, Sam. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm still trying to figure out. I'm still trying to place it now. Oh, man. So who's y'all's NBA Finals pick? We're going I don't see the Battle of L.A. for the Western Conference Finals. Uh-huh. So you want to see the Clippers in L.A. in the Western Conference Finals? No. Yeah, I, I do. That's going to happen. That, that's going to be a nice one, though. That's going to be a nice one. I want to see that. And then Eastern, I think Kwame needs oh, yeah. to get his shit together. Fuck it. I sure. think the Raptors aren't going to make it. I think Boston and Milwaukee. All right. For the Eastern. That sounds pretty good. I, my brother's going to like that. He's a big-time Boston Celtics fan. He's a weird type hey, of fan. Let me put uh, 40 on number three. Let me get this as well. Okay, he's getting his gas he, wants, he wants 40 on three. <laughs> uh, well, K, while Kay's getting his gas pump real quick, let's take a real, real quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Thank you. Uh, And we're back. So, we have to take those little intervals because after an hour, the recording will shut off and officially save. So, that's the reason why we have to cut off at certain points. Anyways, so you're getting back. You said Milwaukee and Boston and then both L.A. LA LA. I don't think Boston is getting past Miami. Really? Really? You got oh, my boys yeah. messed up. No, we're no a defensive Florida team. biased at fucking all in this decision. <laughs> no, we're just a real big defensive team. Oh, and a lot of a lot of teams really can't handle us. Oh, like yeah. they got Jason Tatum and he's nice and all that, but I feel like Jimmy Butler's gonna wear him because of the experience. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah I mean, me, I wasn't. Tell a me a little bit more Jimmy about your, about your Heat. Go ahead. All right, so you already know we got we got two All Stars on our team. They have two all-stars on the team. Three, really, with Gordon Hayward. Uh, so, oh, yeah, Kimball Walker, too. Kimball Walker made all-stars already uh, once before. So, they have all-stars, too, over there. But at the same time, we got a lot of young gunners. Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Harrell, young gunners. The young oh, goats. Oh, oh, he went to plat plat with it. I'm he telling went- you. <laughs> I to let him know. I gotta love know. We're a different breed of gun. Different breed of gun. We some shit oh like my off goodness. Off a of Halo. <laughs> oh man. Off a of Halo. Some alien ass weapon. Exactly. Oh boy. It's not gonna make. It's not gonna make the same noise. Oh Jesus. Well. <laughs> and that's Florida bias for you. <laughs> no, but honestly, dude, those guys are so good, man. They bam out of bio. 
Then, Where okay, E, you're looking at the sheet right now. Where's Miami at in the standings? Uh, I think we're fifth. And fourth. Oh, fourth. fourth. Yeah. Okay. That's not a bad seed to have. See what I mean? No, the Heat. The Heat's no joke this year. Uh, heat will battle. I mean, Sixers. Mm. They're weak-minded right now, so they might be out Jimmy, there quickly. Jimmy Butler getting revenge in Philly? What? Yeah. That might be a hell of a series right there, actually. Yeah. Him and Embiid going at it. Damn. Yeah. That'll be very interesting to see. Those are my predictions. There we go. Here's... Oh, man. So the fun- We're just not even going to talk about them. Wait, who? The Warriors. Oh, well. They're, guess what their scoring percentage is? Something in the 20s? 20%. What is it? 20%. Holy God. shit, I was right. 20%. The Lakers are like pretty much 79. It says 78-9. So, basically, the Lakers are a coin flip better than the Warriors when it comes to sport scoring percentage. They're fucking three times better. Wow. Wow. When I say coin flip, I mean 50, as in like 50-50, 50% better. Okay. <laughs> I know what you meant, but well. Okay. It's okay. But, you know what? You know, now that I kind of – I haven't been watching a whole lot of basketball much, admittedly. But from what I have seen, okay, you even though you do have Florida bias, and that's been very obvious since day one, I actually would not be – Actually, too surprised that they made at least the Eastern Conference Finals. Me either. At least. Granted, everything works out for them, and, you know, as in all playoffs and things like that, things need to work out in your favor. talking about the Heat? Yeah. Saying the Heat have a possibility, given the route that they're going to take. And the season's not over yet. Those standings can always change. But as they are right now, four seed's not the worst spot to be. So. I wouldn't mind losing to Giannis in the conference finals in five. I wouldn't be mad at that. In five? I would be mad at that. Fuck, only winning one game? I would not be mad at that. You might as well get swept. That motherfucker is six feet. I mean, he's seven feet tall, and he's fucking... Great with the basketball. This fucker's long. Greek freak. Yeah. Giannis is a fucking beast. Yeah, Giannis is a Giannis is a whole different animal. He's the size of Shaq with the fucking mobility of Kobe. It's weird. <laughs> and he's only twenty five. That was a perfect comparison right there. <laughs> yeah, he felt like yeah, Shaq guy. moved like Kobe. Pretty much. Like, I mean, not built like because Shaq was a fucking tank. I mean, height wise, though, he's pretty. Yeah. He's pretty up there. But to be able to move the way he does is just, yeah, that's insane. It is absolutely. If you really look at it, 
throughout the entire sports world. I don't know if you guys have noticed it, but I've definitely noticed it. We're coming into a new era of athlete in all sports, football, baseball, basketball. We're having guys coming into these leagues that are just inhuman. Like, there's no reason why people their size or their, you know, whether they're short or tall should be doing all of the things. These literal superheroes that are coming out of nowhere right now. Giannis is, holy crap. Who would have ever thought we would see a seven-footer move like that? Who would have ever, you know, thought guys the size of freaking DK Metcalf in the NFL you know, can run a six freaking or a four three two and outrun everybody on the field and out jump everybody on the field. Guys like Tyreek Hill with speed that, you know, has never been seen really in the league. It's just insane. Basketball right now, I think, has freak phenomenal athletes that are I think basketball players are some of the more athletic, you know, big men because you, if you really look yeah, at it. Who's that guy on Denver? Uh, which one? Which one? The, the Middle Eastern guy. Is it Canner? Eastern European guy. Canner? Canter? He's in Boston. Oh. Uh,. He's a big dude. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Oh, uh, big guy. He's a big guy. He's Nicole a white Jokic. guy. Nicole Jokic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the guy. He's a fucking beast. The, was it dude, uh, Przingis? Christos Przingis, he's in Dallas. That dude's insane, too. Like, they, I know in basketball, you kind of have to be big to be successful. What is it like the Seth Curry is like basically one of the shortest people in the league at six foot three, six foot four. Most point yards average out at about like six six. You know, so you're looking at NBA players who are just big athletes that can jump through, you know, jump out of stadiums and do a whole bunch of like crazy ass shit. It's just the new the era of athlete that's going on right now in the world is pretty crazy and we're seeing records being broken at all levels that nobody ever thought was ever going to be broken yeah so it's going to be an exciting year to say the least the next football season coming up okay whenever that fucking starts and the lockout doesn't you know happen we'll see i'm trying to be a replacement player i'm not going hey. to if they'll let me punt, I'll do it. <laughs> Man, you just go out and try out shit. The, yeah. the I'll, just, I'll be a punter. I don't give a shit. Just, just drive on down, drive you two hours, and come try out in Santa Clara. Nice. <laughs> I don't. I hate the Niners with all my passion, but I promise you, I will wear that SF completely on my helmet, no problem. <laughs> no problem. You be so. the, you be the long snapper. I'll be the punter. We can do this. Yeah, I'm with it. Any way in. Any way, by any means necessary. Yeah, then I'll just fucking just unexpectedly fucking kill shot people. 
Do you remember that one quarterback during 2010? I don't want to name him, but he had a very awkward throwing motion. Uh, yes, sir. I actually do know who you're talking about. You know, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to say names. I don't want to say names. No, no. I know. I know. I know exactly who you're talking about. But remember that story that he came up and said out of high school. He said he got recruited by. I don't want to say the university because anybody who's listening knows this story. Knows once this university gets mentioned, we'll know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. But he said. That out of high school, this university wanted him. Jesus Christ. What was that? E. No idea. E, back it up a little bit. E, back it up a little bit. You're like breathing on the phone. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But he said they recruited him to play corner. He said, no, I don't want to play corner. I want to play quarterback. And... That was the only offer he had. So he ended up going to San Jose City instead of going to play corner at uh, this other school. Big time. Big time. So, yeah. I, People I make dumb decisions, man. I don't think that was a smart decision. That's why. Even I told him that day, I was like, motherfucker, they could have recruited me to be the – I play tight end. They could have recruited me to be the punter, and I would have taken that shit. Are you kidding me? A full-ride scholarship? Play football? I don't care. Where do you want me, coach? I'll be the water boy. I don't give a goddamn. No problem. <laughs> no problem. What temperature? What temperature do I need this water inside of the cooler? I would have to <laughs> seriously thermometers and fucking. I will be Bobby. <laughs> I would have a filtration system on the side. Oh yeah, for a full ride. A full ride. Yeah, that includes a dorm and a meal plan. So oh. I will be. This filtration system would be very fucking goddamn beneficial to the football players. Hydration. Make sure the pH balance is very correct (laughs) and enough alkaline just get because we need the most oxygen for our players so they can think and literally reciting everything you said. Hey, look, if NFL teams are listening to this, I got water boy for you fuckers too. Just make sure nobody spits in the cooler. No, no, no one spits in my cooler. <laughs> oh, and nobody tell your mama because she's not going to like it very much. No, she would actually approve of me playing foosball. It's not the devil's court in my household. I'm from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is not the devil's sport. That um, was a perfect. Like you said, they talk about football in church at your house oh, in Texas. Yeah, they talk about football in church in our church house in mm-hmm. uh, Florida for sure. I, I definitely know mentioned. the football states. I know the football states. Florida definitely is definitely a pipeline for greatness for some players. Like definitely. Yes, so, sir. a lot of great players coming out of Florida. So, I mean, I can't knock them for that. One gave you a ring and gave Mass Things a ring. There you go. <laughs> Primetime Deion Sanders. Yep. I know who you're talking about. You didn't you, you didn't even have to say the man's name. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I gotta give him his due. Well, he is uh he is one of the greatest corners of all time. One of the greatest athletes for sure of all time. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> But on that note, you guys. That's right. It's 
cannabis time. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We've reached that hour. I, I can't be mad at that. I can't, I can't be mad at that whatsoever. <laughs> I'm going to grab my vape right now. Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's about What's that time. Up? It's about that time. <laughs> what about you, Kay? Is it about time for something for you? No? Staying clean just in case for the phone call? Okay. Hello? Well, guys, <laughs> well, this is a hell of a way to end the show. I can't hear either one of the boys. I don't think you guys can either. So, once again, we're going to end this show with audio issues. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you know what? At least we're having fun now. So, to everyone who's been listening, having fun with us, talking, you know, listening to us talk bullshit basically this whole time, supporting the podcast and everything, thank you guys. You know, it's, it's you guys who have been listening that has gotten us to where we're, where we're at right now. We've got a sponsorship, got all this other crap going on, and uh, it, things are looking pretty good, and we're excited for the future. And we're glad that you guys are taking the journey with us. Um, so, again, two times a week now. We're going Mondays. We're going Fridays. We'll be recording on Monday, so you'll probably get the episode early Tuesday morning. Uh, same thing goes for Friday. You'll probably get it early Saturday morning. Uh, Ring Psychology Podcast, wrestling podcast uh, for PVP. Uh, they're going on tomorrow, so you'll have them tomorrow afternoon. Uh, they're gonna have a 10 o'clock in the morning recording. Big Nick is not gonna be in studio, he's uh, not feeling too well, but I got a little surprise for you guys tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. Uh, come back on Monday, the other half of the Pernada Brother Top Hit Tree. If I'm the CEO, he's the CFO, co-owner, co-founder of PVP, CJP, Caleb, my little brother. He's going to be on with us here at the Joppos on Monday. We're going to have a good time, maybe talk some boxing, talk to the unit. He can talk about damn near anything. So we'll figure it out. We'll talk everything. We're going to keep in touch and stay on track with all the sports stuff. That's why we're going two times a week. But that can't be possible without you guys. So go ahead, listen, uh, share, like everything. Let us know what you think. We want to have another segment where we're answering questions. We want to have all the uh, uh, fans or anybody who's listening, if you got a question for us or a pro wrestling question for the Ring Psychology Podcast, you know, go ahead, submit those questions at Pernada Bros on Facebook or Instagram. Ask us any question you want to ask us, whether it's pertaining to sports or pro wrestling, whatever it is. We'll be sure to answer you on the podcast. So thank you guys for listening. This is episode three, a little longer than we usually go, but we're having fun. And we're 
you know, basically celebrating the time, uh, a fun time that we got a sponsor. Uh, I was thinking about re-recording the intro, but I want Mad Sticks to feel bad. <laughs> so I'm going to leave the intro on there. Even though he wasn't on here today, I promise you guys at some point you will get to hear the Cowgirls fan finally speak. The Sammy Award nominee for best DJ, DJ Magistics. Hopefully he'll get him on on Monday uh, so we can have the full six. EA, uh, he was on briefly. Obviously, uh, he wasn't on today. But you know what? Shit happens. Again, we're still young. We're still trying to get this thing off the ground. Still trying to keep it moving. Obviously, we're having audio issues because both K and E cut out. Towards the end, it says Kay's connected, so you can probably hear me. I just can't hear him at all. So, but nonetheless, you know, we'll get it done. We'll fix it. Give us feedback. Let us know what's going on. Let us know what you guys think. What can we do better? What, uh, uh, what can we maybe stop doing that might be annoying or might be, you know, let us know. All the feedback that we can get, the better. So, for myself, for Country K. For Brother E, for Mad Sticks, EA Rocco, and the up-and-coming CJP, this is the All-Pro Joppos. This was episode three. We definitely hit the ground running today. Having fun. See y'all on Monday. Love y'all. Thank you.